Welcome, welcome to Authentic Chat Podcast number 11. We're so glad you guys are joining us. You ready? Yeah. Let's get it started. chat podcast welcome everybody that's watching right now live viewing so glad you guys have joined us yeah. it's pastor Corey and myself tonight uh, man you're sporting the cleveland gear look at you yeah. this is a good good year i mean 2020 in every other realm has been utterly like, like ridiculous yeah and the browns they're three and one you know how you know it's a good year when people in ohio <laughs> stop giving you a hard time for wearing a team from Ohio on your chest. That's how you know it's a good year. It is. It's a good year for the Browns. It's like we've yeah. definitely got to categorize this. Uh, who'd have thunk? This that's, is true. Yeah, that it would take a, the coronavirus and the pandemic and all the racial tensions and a political season. All of that aside. Do <laughs> you want me to keep going down the list of all the yeah. crud that? 2020 has not been a good year. No. Yeah. But. Yeah, so, hey, if you're joining us for the first time, we're so pumped that you have joined us. Uh, we, uh, this is, uh, Authentic Chat Podcast is really just that, a chat yep. for us to con- just take Sunday's message, bring it into uh, the, to the rest days. of the week. Yeah, and man, uh, I, I love what God is doing, and uh, it's been exciting to, to walk through um, through this season knowing that God is on your side, um, and to bring, so it kind of one of the things that has happened through all this is we didn't do this before, right. so it took a pandemic for us to kind of bring in this element into our into our church. So, yeah, force us to get a little more creative. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we are um, we're in a series called Jeremiah, um, and that's been what we've been walking through the book of Jeremiah. Uh, but just gotta remember, uh, October seventeenth come up quick. Yeah. So what is that? That's two weekends away, right? I think so. So October seventeenth is going to be a uh, a blast. It is going to be a time where uh, we're going to be diving into Egypt specifically and why it matters to the rest of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pastor Pastor Travis was with us this past uh, Sunday. And he used a really cool illustration. I, I never heard it before that. The whiteboard yeah. and then having that backdrop. And then when you put the, the other colors on top of it, mm-hmm. that if it wasn't white, that other colors wouldn't be popping. Right. And Egypt is one of those backdrops to the Bible that when we're reading it, that if we understand Egypt, mm-hmm. then we understand that what happens in context to it pops and it makes everything else that was intended to be clear pop out. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you're one, a person who who loves the Word of God, who's studying the Word, and, and honestly, if you are a follower of Jesus, you should love His Word. This this is His Word. The love letters. It is, man. It, it is. It's so powerful, and it is. It is God's Word. It is the Creator's word to His creation, and man, so we should love it. And I get though that the, many times people find it very difficult to understand. They read it, but they don't understand it, so then they stop reading it. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is we want to help people read it and understand it, mm-hmm. which will just keep you engaged, and you just keep going deeper and deeper into the Word of God and falling more in love with God. Absolutely. So this is one yeah. of those ways. So the this isn't just a scholarly time. We are using this time, uh, and we got we're inviting people from all over. We'll have the place will be packed. I, I'm sure of it. So if you haven't already, get your Facebook tickets and uh, make sure you are there. So if you go to our Facebook page, go down to the events, uh, and you can get your free tickets there. Nice. So 
All right, man, you ready to jump into uh, Jeremiah? Uh, yeah. Travis, Pastor Travis uh, Troyer was with us uh, on Sunday, mm-hmm. and he kind of went into the middle of the book. Yeah. Um, and I, um, I don't know if I have that graph um, with I don't. I, I should have jumped it, threw it up here. Um, but Jeremiah is is a is not a chronological, and uh, and and it's in the easiest of sense where just yeah. walk through it. Um, but it, we have the call of Jeremiah. So those have been part of our, our series. They'll, they'll know this. They'll hear this. But the, you have the call of Jeremiah. Then you have his messages, Jeremiah's, God's messages through Jeremiah to Jerusalem, the city of Jerusalem, and to the nation of Judah. And then, there, uh, then there's this where he comes into a, uh, a moment of hope where he gives in verse th- uh, chapter 31, uh, he begins by... God kind of puts in a, a, this this hope. Yeah, you're in the midst of crisis, but there's hope in the crisis. It's a it's a transitional part of the of the book of Jeremiah. Yeah, going into verse 29, 30, 31, where it's been a bit gloomy <laughs> up to this point, and then you begin to see the why behind the message that Jeremiah is giving to the people to God's people. Yeah, it's all about hope. Uh, so the um, what, what's interesting? So chapter 29. Jeremiah speaks to some false prophets and lets them know, hey, you guys were were speaking falsely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's interesting because it's they're speaking uh, a message of everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Even though Babylon is taking us over as we say this. Everything's yeah. going to be okay. Everything's yeah. going to be okay. <laughs> um, and Jeremiah's like, you, you're speaking falsely. Because you've spoken falsely, you're going to have to die. Yeah. And, and so he brings that... And then he comes into uh, into chapter thirty, and he begins to give the message of hope. My, my study Bible, which I highly recommend, um, if you are um, if you are studying the Bible, uh, make sure that you get a uh, a study Bible. Uh, there's good ones out there. I'm, presently, I'm using I'm reading from the NLT, uh, and it's uh, Tyndale uh, publishes this one. Uh, which one are you using? I think it's Zondervan. Is, it con- is that the context one? Uh, Hendrickson. Bibles, New International Version. Which study? Which study Bible was that? Is that a study Bible? It is a study Bible. And there's a bunch of good ones out oh, there, no. um, but get Bible. yourself a, a one. Mine has a late uh, uh, on chapter 30 it says messages of hope. Uh, so <laughs> this is where we get some message of hope. And isn't it isn't it cool that God, uh, in the midst of crisis, gives us a a message, a message of hope. Um, yeah, my Bible calls this next portion of the book of Jeremiah the restoration of Israel. So it's coming. Yep. It's it's there's there's hope. The prophecy of restoration. Yeah, and I love. Travis said this. He said right at the beginning of his message, he said that hope, hope in crisis. So hope looks past the crisis mm-hmm. and sees the good that God's gonna gonna yeah. do. So it's the hope is coming. It's it's in the it's in the future. And then you have, um, you looking back, you have, uh, it says, he also said, so hope looks beyond the crisis, but it also looks back to past crises mm-hmm. and realizes God brought us through those. Yeah, it's that aha moment before you normally get the aha moment, right? It's yeah. the ability to see what God's doing through this circumstance that you're going through while you're going through it. For me, it's usually after I've gone through it. <laughs> and I look back and go, oh, that's what God was doing. Yeah. That's what he was teaching me. And that's what and I think 
you can look at the children of Israel, and that's a this nation of Israel, and they can look back on past crises and go, okay, it wasn't it wasn't fun being in slavery, but God was going to get us out of that. It wasn't fun going through 40 years in, in the wilderness, but God's going to bring us through that. Yeah. And now they're going into Babylon, and Babylon's coming in, and Jeremiah's going, God's going to get you through this crisis. Um, and maybe that's a, a word that somebody needs to hear that's watching, needs to hear, hey, I, I, I'm I'm going through crisis. Mm. Um, I need I need just a I need a word of, of hope. Yeah. Look look back on the past. God's God's brought you through those past ones. Yeah. He's gonna bring you through this yeah, one. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. Yeah. And here Jeremiah is talking about hope while he like, <laughs> is not in a very hopeful situation. If you look at it from the outside, yeah. he said some things that the king of Babylon right. He just didn't like it. Well, the, and the king of Judah, the king of Judah, Judah didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. And so, decided, now nah, we're just going to lock you up for saying those things. Right. And he knows what he's saying is from God. Thus says the Lord, he says over and over. <laughs> well, and man, what, what a, yeah, because Jeremiah almost has to say it's from the Lord. Uh, and, and when he, when we're, I like, Travis said it uh, on Sunday that when you look back on crises, um, he was relating it to when, he, you know, his, his wife was stuck overseas and they're getting ready to get, before she's his wife. She's stuck overseas, yeah. and then looking back, it's not as crazy as it was in the moment. I wonder, uh, you know, I wonder if we look back on 2020, and there's going to be, like, we're, we lived through mm-hmm. a, a crazy time, a yeah. pandemic that changed lots of things. Yeah. But I wonder if we look back on it, and if we're going to be able to look back on it and go, I'm thankful that some things were changed. Mm-hmm. Like, there was some chaos in my life that needed to be adjusted. Mm-hmm. That crisis of the pandemic, the crisis of furloughs and job losses and uh, all the, the... The rerouting and the redirecting and the redoing and the reorganizing. I needed it. Mm-hmm. I needed to be rerouted. I, and and I, I wonder if we are coming out of this and going too many times being having a... And not that it's wrong. I get that it's... I, I don't want to disc, discount... That you know, I'm the fact that it's, it's rough. <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah. But if we get through this and go, thank God, changed some things in my life. Mm-hmm. That that time uh, made me rethink the time that I was spending with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, that time made me rethink: was this the career path I should have been on? Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God that the, that He used the crisis. Not now. I, I don't want to even get into that. This crisis and pandemic is from God. Mm-hmm. It's not. This is. God doesn't work that way. I'm not going to even go down that road of theology. But he does work all things together for good to those who are in Christ Jesus. Exactly. So he can use anything. So he can use the crisis. Sure. He doesn't create the crisis or the chaos. God is not a God of chaos or yeah. of, of, of crisis. He's a God of order. Mm-hmm. But he can use chaos and crisis. Right. Which makes him God. Because <laughs> he can use good and he can use the things, what the devil means for evil. Yeah. God can use... To advance his kingdom well, no, I, still. Yeah, and I, what, the notes uh, on, from Sunday, God, uh, Travis started off with that. we got to remember that God is sovereign. So he is He is all-powerful. He is all-knowing. But he also, because he's all-knowing, he's not, he's not fearful of what's going on mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. He, he, has, he has a plan. Yeah. And that, and that was the hope that Travis was talking about. He called it the I will hope of God because God says over and over I will bring judgment I will bring restoration that's the hope we got to cling to now yeah in the midst of the chaos 
knowing that God is saying to us, I will be doing something about this. I'm doing something about it now. As you know, as we're going through the situation, He's acting on our behalf and He's mediating for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's something on the other side. We don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss what God's doing through the chaos. It is. Uh, I, I think maybe we just need to pause for just a minute right here and just really pray over those folks that are in the midst of chaos and crisis. And, and just they, they need to cling to the hope. The, know that the, that faith in God is what will get you through yeah. the crisis. So, Lord God, I, I'm praying right now, and I, I don't know who needs this prayer. I'm not sure. I just feel that we need to... Just stop right now. Maybe it's somebody who's watching live, somebody that's listening on the podcast later on that needs to hear these words, that, that just that you are the God that sees beyond the crisis. You are the God that was in our past crisis that caught us through those. And, Lord, we can depend and trust in you in this crisis. So, Lord, I trust you, and I thank you that in the midst of this book that we're walking through, in the midst of chaos and crisis, you step in to give us that, that light, of hope. Uh, thank you, God. Now I pray uh, a blessing on people right now, Lord, that they hear it and they respond to it. In Jesus' name. Man, what else jumped out to you uh, as uh, he was speaking and, and walking us through Jeremiah? Well, I, I love the story that he told you, but you hit on it a little bit about how all of a sudden he's faced with his, his wife being from Northern Ireland. She leaves to go to a wedding there in Ireland, and then she can't get back to the country for their own wedding. Right. And so I, I was just put myself in his shoes thinking, I don't know, I would have been so utterly lost trying to plan a wedding <laughs> without my fiance to, to help me and stuff. Yeah. And again. And they didn't have Zoom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it wasn't Zoom. No Zoom. Probably, I mean, other than making international calls, which has to be expensive, there'd been no communication whatsoever. Um, maybe Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I just, I think about all of the times where. Um, we are in a situation the moment it happens of course in the moment we're freaking out and that story that they tell now to countless people when they say you know so how'd you guys meet how'd you get married I'm listening to their story just thinking what a wild ride that must have been but that's what God that's what God does sometimes he throws us curveballs and instead of instead of constantly fighting against the things that happen to us why not look at the, the hope that lies in the moment and realize that God's trying to teach us something. God's trying to do something in us so that when we get to the other side, we're better than who we were. And we're, we're spending so much time and energy fighting and freaking out when God's using that to create character and to form us and, and discipline us in some ways so that when we get through it, we're actually better than we were. And we think, no, I'd be better without this. And God's saying, no, you're actually going to be better <laughs> be because stronger, of yeah. this. So I, that, that really stood out to me. I'm thinking of the things that I'm dealing with, some of the things you hit on because of COVID-19, because of this, the, the crazy season that we're in. I think of all of the times that just the last three or four months even, like, is this ever going to come to an end? Like, is this ever going to get back to the way it was? And I just think of, you know what? Maybe I just need to stop fighting against it and just realize maybe there's something in this that – I need to cling to and speed up that process even. What is it that God's trying to do within me? What is it that God's using around me to form me and to make me who he wants me to be? Yeah. And it's not easy. It's it's where a lot of us, I think, find ourselves right now. 
it's interesting because he takes us and then at the end of all that hope that, that God's giving the nation and speaking through Jeremiah, mm-hmm. he, in the midst of that, he says, go buy land. And for the sake of what's going to be, not yeah. because you're going to be able to use that land right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to find out uh, this coming Sunday, that Jeremiah gets taken to Egypt and doesn't, oh, wait, that's something we should be talking about, huh? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't change the screen, so hey, there it is. Um, the um, he's on his way. Uh, he, he, Jeremiah doesn't even get to use the land that he purchases, but I think uh, I, I, for me, I, as I was listening to that, God calls us to buy into His hope, not ours. Wow. So He said, "Buy, buy into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's it may not even be for you, maybe for generations down the road, but buy in, sell out now for what I have for you, and." Because it, it just trust me in in the midst of this, right? And uh, man, I, there, there's times where we got to step in, buy into the hope of God, and that means doing something a little crazy, a little radical that is outside that uh, you know what we're, we're used to, what we expect to do. God's saying, "Hey, I want you to buy into my hope. I got things for the next generation." Yeah. I wonder if there's somebody that, you know, needs to, and I keep, I don't know why, it's just, be, just people need to hear that there, there's some, there's some thing, hope they need to buy into that is going to do things in their children's generation and their yeah. grandchildren's generation that yeah. they need to buy into now. Yeah, and e- even it could be something that God wants to do in their family, in their personal life, their work life, whatever it may be, and it's like a four-step plan. And all we want to do is get to the fourth step. Yeah. You know what I mean? So step A, B, and C, we want to skip. But there's no way we'll get to step D. We don't just go to step B. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's that's sometimes like what I was saying where I'm, I'm fighting the system. <laughs> and God's saying, well, if, you just, if you'll just go with me here to the next step, we'll get there. And it's like, well, maybe that's not what God wants me to do after all. No, that's just not what God wants me to do right now. God wants me to do this right now, yeah. the next step for me is this and that's huge because yeah. I think if collectively even as a church family if we can all grab hold of that mindset that God just wants us to take one step each week yeah you know we practice on Sunday and we go into game day on Monday morning and, and instead of going man I just want to be that next you know whatever well, what does God want you to do just this week what is he this one one thing that's God good. wants you to do yeah to go to the next one. I, I, there's something I keep coming back to and we is that we need to take our next best step. So many times we look at, um, I'm in the midst of crisis and it's my fault. I did something that caused the crisis. But instead of dwelling on that crisis, look to what is the next best step yeah. for you. Yeah. Hey, why don't you close this out um, in, sure. in prayer and just, uh, man, what a cool time flies when, when you're having yeah. fun in the Word. So yeah, yeah close this out sure. with some prayer, man. All right. Lord Jesus, we just come before you. God, we're just thankful to be able to have this discussion with, with some of our family, God. And I pray for everyone who's listening in and uh, watching. God, I just pray that you would strengthen each one of us, God, to advance your kingdom. God, you know that our heart is yours. You know that we're pursuing you. God, we thank you for pursuing us. And God, we're ready to cling to the hope in this crisis. And God, we just ask that you would reveal the next step that we need to take, the next best step to become more like you and to be able to be used by you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining us for Authentic Chat Podcast number 11. We love you guys.